Whether you're a first-time poultry owner or looking to expand your flock, you can always use some helpful advice. Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered. With great info and products to help raise healthy birds in-store or online at farmandfleet.com forward slash chick days. All right, let's focus in. Let's talk about some of these specialty, I'll call them specialty crops, because people don't even realize in many cases that they're grown in Wisconsin. What is the first crop that you concentrate on getting in the ground every spring, John? We start with onions. We try to plant onions just like somebody would plant oats, as early as you can. Don't worry too much about soil temperatures. Let's just get them in the ground. Um, and and then when it gets warm in late May, they're strong enough to handle it. Are those transplants or that's not seed? We actually grow them from seed. Oh, so the seeds, the big is like if you, you know, when you're in school and you had the old sharpen up pencils, you know, the yep. old style ones, and you break your tip off, that's about how big the seed is. Okay. And and they actually pellet it for us. In other words, they'll put a coating on it and they'll make it about, I don't know, it's less than an eighth inch diameter. Sure. So, now, what, does a, what does an onion plant need to get started on the right foot, I guess? Um... It's nice if it rains, <laughs> obviously, but and I and I say that, but because we're planting it, you know, three quarters of an inch deep, half inch to three quarters of an inch deep, so it doesn't take much for that little bit to dry out, mm-hmm. you know. And so if you can get a shower after that, we're good to go. Um, we put a little bit of starter fertilizer on there, and um, like we talked a little bit ago, the manganese deficiency problem is a little bit on 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 the high pH muck soils if they're high pH. And high pH, I mean, if they start approaching 6. Oh, wow. 5, 8 to 6 is when you'll see that. Because a lot of our peat soils are running that around that 5 to 5, 4. Mm-hmm. And tell, if you stay in that level of pH, the, the, the manganese is available enough. It's not a big problem. Tell people what it's like to try to farm peat soil. First of all, that's a high organic matter soil. Tell people a little bit about what it's like to try to manage peat peat soil and what you have to do you know maybe why it's attractive to some crops not others our organic matter i'll start from the beginning is between 25 and probably 75 percent organic matter just pure organic matter so if you go like you're buying potting soil at, at a big box store you're buying the potting soil you picture that that's basically what we're growing on right um so it's got a high water holding capacity. We don't irrigate a lot overhead. We do a little bit, but not a lot. Um, and because it's got a high water holding capacity, it has got a very high cation exchange capacity, and it holds most nutrients really, really well. There's right. a few that are deficient from being natural, um, but we supplemented them over the years. And a lot of these marshes are that we farm are probably were broken in the 50s and 60s. So they've been farmed for, what, 50 sure. years already? Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's a high water table, obviously. We got tile every 50 feet minimum. Some spots are 25 feet, 20 mm-hmm. feet apart, drain mm-hmm. tile. And a lot of times we either got to pump the drain tile because our water table is too high, or we pump the whole farm. Does that soil tend to heat up faster in the spring? On the top, maybe. But once it dries out on top, it's it's like insulation. Mm. So a lot of times, if you have an open winter, we'll have frost at 12 inches, 14 inches. It's about as far as the frost goes down, between 12 and 14 inches. Mm-hmm. 
but it takes a really long time to get that 14 inches out right. because it gets dry on top mm-hmm. and it insulates. Um, where on the mineral soils, that, 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 that heat can transfer. So it warms up, you know, that first inch warms up really nice, <laughs> you know, but beyond that, it sometimes this year we were planting onions with frost, we were bringing up frost so we wow. could get started because we had an open winter at one point in time, the frost got down there. Wow. And um, I think we started planting on May 17th or 18th, somewhere in that time frame, and we were we were ripping up frost to get it in the ground, which never turns out good, but right. we still get anxious and worried and... Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you know, you think when I get older that would stop, but it doesn't. <laughs> now, one thing that uh, I had a chance to personally see, witness myself was real Wisconsin celery. You're back at that again this year, John. Too. Why does that seem to fit in at Trembling Prairie? Um, it's a good rotation. It's a little bit different. We control and. Um, and we hope to make a little bit of money. Um, if you ever heard Rippin' Pickle in Rippin', Wisconsin, they use quite a bit of our celery. They um, buy it in a four-inch stick and they brine it, and then they sell it throughout the winter. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of a nice thing for them. That takes about half of our celery. The other half goes through Fresh Market, and um, Halston Produce does a lot, and we sell some into Minnesota too. Yeah. Awesome. They merchandise it for us to go to the some of the local stores. Now, what is it about celery? Is it a difficult crop? What does it? I mean, it. Like I said, when I f- saw the field of celery at your place, I was shocked. Uh, it. It from a distance, you don't know it's celery. No, you don't. You don't know what it is, though. Right. Right. <laughs> it's green, and it and it and it's pretty. So it. You know, you go in the store, you buy a stock, and that stock is thirteen and a half inches, and um, but we cut over half of it off. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 a good two two feet, sometimes thirty inches tall in the field, um, and it started in the, the the plants are started in the greenhouse, and we transplant that crop from May first until July first, or somewhere in that time frame. So we're transplanting for eight weeks. And then we're harvesting for about 10 weeks. We'll start here that last week in July, and we'll go through the first week in October. We really like to be done so we don't have to fight the field frost. Sure. So it is a fairly it's a fairly uh, aggressive crop as far as growth then, pretty fast? Yeah, it goes really fast once it gets going. Mm-hmm. It sits out there and does nothing after you transplant it because it's got that transplant shot going on. But once it gets a hold, it, it grows like crazy. Mm-hmm. Um and and it takes a lot of fertilizer, and that's why it takes this type of soil, because it has that, that exchange capacity to deal with it. Right, right. And now, like I said, uh, Trembling Prairie Farms, uh, if you're looking for real Wisconsin celery and you want to try to locate it near you, you can search at Woodman's Grocery Stores, Piggly Wiggly. Uh, you can also check back at uh, the Trembling Prairie Farms website if you like. Now, let's talk a little bit more about some of the other more familiar crops that you're also engaged in there, John, and that includes potatoes and kidney beans. That was a relatively new venture. What'd you think of them? Yeah, that was a it was a nice deal last year. Um, they, they 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 worked out well. They yielded decent for us, and um, uh, the barriers to entry weren't super high. We could buy some used harvest equipment, and um, mm-hmm. and and uh, so we were able to get started on it. And uh, I, I, it'll be a long term thing for us. 
Um, we just got to get back into the swing of things. Um, it needs to really be on the sandy soil. It's not really working. We're trying it on this peat soil, but sure. we're keeping it pretty much on the edge of the farm on the higher stuff um, sure. that we have a hard time rotating our well, we put can't put celery on that. It's a hard time rotating potatoes into that because it's kind of on the edge of being too heavy and too sandy, and we don't have irrigation on it so per se. But it, it, you know, corn and beans it grows really good on. So sure. the kidney bean thing for us works works quite nicely. You know, the other thing that people don't understand again, John's working with uh, peat soil. That's a uh, high organic soil organic matter, matter soil, but it's also a very, very dark soil. I'll call it black. And that has uh, precluded you from trying to grow some things. Particularly, you got to be a little sensitive on potato varieties that you try to tackle, right, John? Yeah, yeah. We're, we're, we typically don't go russet potatoes because that russet is just a little rougher skin and that, that really fine peat soil will stick into there and you'll see it in a bag and it'll be dark. It won't be black because we'll wash it, but it'll be darker because there's just a little bit of that soil left in that, in those little crevices on that russet potato. Where if you grow a smooth skin red potato, um, very typically we can get uh, a really nice, pretty red potato on this soil. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of where our niche is in that world. So you always have to be connected. You always have to be mindful and paying attention to what consumers are looking for and how they might react. That's very true. Um, even in the celery world, we have a really nice variety of celery that grows. That's an early maturing thing. You know, it, it it grows like a racehorse, and we could probably be harvesting it if we took care of it. We could probably be harvesting here within a week, but it's so bitter mm. that we don't like to send it into you know, into right. into our label, and right. somebody gets it, and and the first time you try our celery and it's bitter, it's like, well, who wants that? And and, and believe it or not, we have another variety that we grow that is just the best, sweetest. I don't know what it is. That I'm not saying it's sweet, but it yeah. whatever makes it bitter isn't there. You know what I mean? That yep. that. So um, so we like to kind of so we don't grow that variety in minds of that we gotta we gotta grow something that people like to eat. 